Hey, No Stroke listeners. David and I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to this episode. If you find our podcast valuable, we ask that you consider supporting us with a small monthly donation. You could head over to nostrokepod.com to become a supporter of the show and help David and I continue to create content for listeners in our stroke community around the globe. Now let's get to today's episode. This is the No Stroke Podcast with your co-hosts, David Dancero and Michael Garrow, helping you to support and thrive in life after stroke. Their podcast is designed for educational and community support purposes only and should not replace medical treatment and guidance of your own health professional team. Welcome to episode six of season three of the No Stroke Podcast. The title of this episode is more of an asynchronous stroke news update. Um, my co-host, I'm a little sad that we're not sitting across from each other via our Zoom recording and it, um, we're gonna, we're gonna do our best to kind of keep the, the flow, but this is gonna be a much shorter, uh, episode. But I thought it was important we get you caught up in the stroke news because there was a lot happening. But first, something somewhat comical that I have to comment on. Um, for those listening, uh, in the news, uh, there was uh, a poll done recently um, that uh, folks with Boston accents are the, um, I think, most abrasive or most irritating or maybe untrustworthy. So I don't know uh, where the scientific basis came from. So I apologize in advance. I'm not a true Bostonian, but um, I'm only about 50 miles south of the city and and married to a true Bostonian, so maybe that is, maybe she's the blame. But um, they we're going to talk some topics that cover things around Boston in this episode. But before we do that, I want to, um, you know, before we talk more serious stroke news, I would be remiss if I did not pause and reflect that this episode is also being recorded amidst the backdrop of war in Ukraine. And as we all finally sense an end to COVID-19, um, we find ourselves in the midst of another um, one and one that extends to which is still unclear. And, you know, it's hard to, for me to put into words what that means. Uh, but as we all watch the invasion of a sovereign nation, and honestly, I do struggle with the immediate human costs that more lives uh, will certainly be lost to defend freedom. Um, I do also realize the potential implications, as we all do, of the Russian invasion in Ukraine. And I have found hope in the strength of the Ukrainian people. We certainly stand with them. Um, and I don't know really how to transition to in the news from that uh, regarding stroke, but there are some important stories we do want to cover this week. So as I try, um, I wanted to provide a quick update on the stroke and patient education session from the International Stroke Conference, uh, which wrapped up in February. Um, they are, were building off of last year's event where for the first time, uh, Mike and I reported that survivors and caregivers were given free access to important stroke science and late breaking news from the conference. Um, and I attended this year, um, via, um, the after pod or after presentation, um, sessions that they offer. But unfortunately this year there was, uh, you know, I, I think, American Heart, American Stroke Association were a bit short-sighted in that they, they were charging, uh, for these sessions. And, um, you know, we've, we've commented on this, um, 
um, blog and, and my blog, but uh, but on our podcast here, um, how that you know it, it's already hard enough for stroke survivors to afford care and delivery services much out of pocket after stroke. And when they're going to look for information, the last thing you want is you want evidence-based from the scientific authorities, that being the American Heart and Stroke Association and not Dr. Google. So um, I, I do hope that they change their, their opinion on this for next year. So there were good, some good stroke patient um, sessions, and I attended the po- post-acute rehab after stroke, getting it right. Um, and they commented how uh, there's no two patients have the same stroke journey. There was a, there was a review of the early supportive discharge model as an option, and we covered it here too, which is something they've been doing in Europe for a bit now. Um, they talked about um, social determinants of health and disparities in care, um, and there was a utilization review for comparison of inpatient rehab versus SNF versus outpatient. And um, while that wasn't as applicable for survivors as a um, as a clinical, um, you know, my clinical insight, I, I thought that was pretty um, useful to have. Um, but um, I think that um, I'd like to see things change next year, and I hope they're listening. So that's all on that topic. But um, I think uh, a Healthline reporter... Um, Kathy Casada um, did a great piece on a young stroke survivor, Bradley Rose, who also is a Peloton instructor, and she talked about his return to fitness. So that's um, that was a great piece to have some a spotlight on PFO and and stroke. And again, a second um, article appeared in Yukon's publication where they went over uh, the PFO procedure and great outcomes that another young stroke survivor had. So thank you both for putting the spotlight on PFO and young stroke. I can't help but feel a bit proud when I hear these stories of patient choice when it comes to care treatment pathways open uh, for folks that have had strokes from a pathological PFO. Um, The patient-led group that I worked with for many years after my stroke called the PFO Research Foundation, I served as vice president. Um, I think that we had a part in giving more survivors a choice with PFO closure due to our advocacy and our testimony before the FDA. So it's hard to believe some 15 years ago, you know, that wasn't easy and it wasn't easy for me. In fact, I was on the cover of the New York Times article, which um, the headline was popular but not science. And it was around this subject with the sub with the subheading reading devices to avert strokes lack proof that they help. Well, all that said, about two marathons later and and, uh, with a PFO closure device intact, I'm glad I now have that option and did have that option, although it was a battle to get you know, patients' rights early on. So transitioning from running, um, we're glad to feature again Carolyn Goggin and her husband, Travis Eldridge. They were uh, guests on our show a few episodes back. They are now training for the Boston Marathon, sorry, Um, and they had a recent um, event which raised them more money at the Boston Brew House in Situate, Mass. I was unable to attend, but Carolyn, if you're listening, thank you for the invite. I want to report that as of this morning, they're $15,335 in raised to their goal of 18000 So I think they'll smash that goal. And I'm also honored that 
Um, they have uh, plans to run a mile on my behalf as a stroke survivor. So thank you very much. And if our listeners can help, go to that episode and certainly donate through their fundraising page. Um, so one other quick point that I just wanted to mention, um, I'll be appearing uh, via Zoom to the Yukon Health Stroke Support Group. That will be um, coming up later in March. I'll put that in the show notes. And now I'm going to hand you over to my much smarter, non-Bostonian co-host, Michael Garrow, who, with his roots and his work in Ireland, and um, you know him from the co-host of this podcast, uh, maybe you'll find his voice a little more soothing. And our folks over in Ireland always are want watching and listening and monitoring whether he's going to end up with a Boston accent. So he's going to go over the Tufts uh, brain huddle that we did with the SIA group there. Um, and we're also going to cover, or Mike's going to cover, um, the weekend event that we're co-moderating at the Rehab Tech Summit. So with that said, it is all yours, Mike. I'm handing you over the virtual mic. Thanks, David, and excited as always to be able to get another episode out from No Stroke Podcast alongside the brilliant co-host, David Danceru. Um What we're going to be doing this week is obviously a little different without being a live Zoom recording, but we always seem to be able to make this happen. So first things first... Um, just want to obviously acknowledge the sentiments you gave early on around the crisis in the Ukraine. Really sad state of affairs there. Um, I know you know things of this nature sit close to you with your father being a veteran. So just thoughts and prayers go out to the folks of the Ukraine and anyone else impacted. Um, moving on, I I was really pleased to hear the good news of Caroline and Travis over the the weekend with their event. Um, nearly at their goal so you know as david mentioned a bit earlier you know if there is any way that people on the podcast could go and support um you could go back to that episode and we do still have the show links up to to go to the sponsor page um you know they're they're very close and it sounds amazing that you know they're going to be running even a mile in your name david so super cool um i think we're going to be holding our our word that we're going to be in boston on race day again definitely not racing or doing any type of physical activity but we'll, we'll be um we'll be there in full support um really excited to see that and you know they're a great couple really been a voice for the community so excited to see them you know succeeding with their fundraising goal and you know i'm sure training is going well in what's continued to be a pretty brutal winter but kudos off to you guys, Carolyn and Travis, and delighted for you, David, to see them do the mile in your name. Um, so a bit of a recap of kind of where we've been for the past two weeks or so. It's been a bit hectic for, for us, but, you know, again, wanted to give a bit of a recap in terms of where we are um, and some exciting, you know, events that are coming up. So first to recap a event that we did with Tufts and our good friends from Tufts Medical Center and the SIA program, Kate and Lester. Um, they asked us to come in. It was February 22nd. We hosted an online event for their SIA members. Uh, had about 15 folks in the room, which for a Zoom event, 
two years into the pandemic is oh, I was quite happy with the turnout. Um, we focused the, the theme of the conversation around movement, right? Um, and it was really interesting, right? Because we had a quite a broad range of you know survivors in the in the room, you know, I, anywhere from really no exercise to folks who've really continued with their PT and are now you know, from their physical abilities really being able to get into the gym and, and maintain a level of you know their their core strength you know, um, aerobic strength and being able to kind of progress along the way but I think the, the key point that we're trying to get out of this is you know everyone's situation's a little different right so there's actually new guidelines that came out from the AHA and we'll, we'll post the link in our show notes, but really what that was entailed in is trying to show that each person is different and there's starting points for everyone, right? So it doesn't need to be 30 minutes of rigorous activity each and every day. Um, it's about really trying to get that starting point for you. So if this is starting at you know once a week, three times a week, you know, kind of working on what that is for you and then progressing from there. Um, and also around like different forms of movement, right? So we spoke about the Boston Marathon that Caroline and Travis are going to be running in. Obviously, you know, running is one form of movement. Uh, but, you know, when we went around the room on the call, you know, <laughs> myself included, not a lot of people enjoy running, right? So what else can you do? Um, and there's a lot of different ways to go about this. Um, one thing that we talked about, which I think was, you know, a, a popular topic and something that, you know, folks took away is something they'd like to kind of incorporate into their routine is a form of yoga. Um, and when we think of yoga, some people might think getting into a pretzel on the floor is yoga, but, you know, there, there's a lot of different variations. Um, anywhere from you know basic chair yoga where you're really sitting down just kind of focusing on your breath work and upper body movement um to you know, yeah getting yourself onto a onto a floor and getting into different positions ultimately maybe being a pretzel but i think it's kind of taking that step back and and being open to bring something different into your you know day to day uh, and it you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big advocate for yoga just in terms of the, the overall kind of mind body approach. Yeah. And again, if if folks are interested in learning a bit more, we'll share a few of the resources that we shared during the event with folks as well. So there's some great um, YouTube videos, really for anyone to start with, um, as well as some of we'll, we'll be talking about in the next segment here around the rehab tech summit, but, uh, Carolyn Brown, who runs stroke OT. So uh, anyone from Connecticut who's listening, you know, you could reach out to Carolyn. She runs a weekly zoom exercise class. Um, so we'll, again, we'll drop the show notes, a link in the show notes. So you could kind of sign up, register and get involved in that. Um, but again, she, she uses a lot of different, forms of chair-based as well as standing exercise so again when when we think about this i understand you know everybody might be at a different point um, but the, really the theme around the discussion that we had with the group at tufts was find your starting point find something you love and get moving 
So, yeah, it was an exciting conversation. Um, we hope to do another event with the guys up at Tufts in probably the springtime. Um, hoping springtime's going to get here sooner rather than later. But, yeah, keep tuned for that, and again, we'll, we'll keep you guys in the loop. So we were also busy this past week organizing a session for the Rehab Tech Summit, which we discussed with Lauren Sheehan in our last episode. Um, so we're super excited to bring both two past uh, podcast hosts or po- podcast guests onto the event with us um, for a roundtable discussion around and driving digital transformation and rehab and really building a case for a team coaching approach. So for the discussion, we brought, brought in both Carolyn Brown from Stroke OT and Marina Borahovich from your health, your coach health. So the way we framed the conversation was to really have Caroline kind of present what she's been able to bring to life through the pandemic, right? And th- and that's been online exercise classes, kind of web-based educational content, um, and do this all through a clinical lens of being an occupational therapist, right? And being able to practice at her highest standards um, and really kind of highlight some of the challenges that she's had uh, along the way uh, when we think about scaling and kind of keeping people engaged. Uh, and, and what was unique with this is we then kind of moved into Marina's technology on the Your Coach platform and kind of this model of health coaching and how that incorporates into the model of occupational health or occupational therapy coaching, which kind of has parallels in terms of like the science behind behavior change and you know motivational interview or you know sorry motivational interviewing um, and just driving lifestyle change right because when we think of OT and even in PT I'm sure David you know you you could attest to it we've lost that lens of the person and and the the goal setting and moving from kind of where they are right now and kind of setting that game plan to how they're going to get there um and and unfortunately that that's been because of where reimbursement lies right um pts and ot's don't get reimbursed for goal setting and talking lifestyle change um and that's where you know this lens of occupational or sorry um health coaching is kind of coming in where you know reimbursement codes are starting to align and there's just more conversation of the, a holistic patient experience. So for us, when we think about digital transformation and, and rehab, um, you know, you've heard, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you've heard us talk around health coaching. You've heard us really emphasize the need for this human touch on top of technology. And I think that was really brought to life um, in that discussion. So, yeah, that... The episode is going to, or the the event is kind of coming to life uh, this weekend, so there's still time for anyone to sign up. Uh, we actually have a 10% off discount code if you use the code NOSTROKE, so you can go to rehabtechsummit.com, um, sign up, again, use the, re- the discount code NOSTROKE for 10% off, and listen to that, plus many, many more uh, you know, stimulating conversations over the weekend. Uh, 
after that weekend, there's actually two more weekends of the summit. So March 10th through 12th, and then in April and April 8th, they'll have a kind of closing event there around the age tech space. So a lot of good things happening. Um, you know, David and I are obviously super excited to have that that event come come to life kind of see you know some of the other folks who are going to be attending um you know we'll we'll be participating in a couple other sessions as well but you know that that session we were we were asked to kind of moderate and really be a key driver behind so thank you again to lauren and everyone behind the rehab tech summit for that so this is usually the part of the podcast where i'll hand it over to david to wrap things up but We'll close it out today with, again, just a quick thanks for everyone who's listening. And if you do like listening to the podcast, please do like and subscribe and also leave it a a review as it really does help with our showings on the podcast store. So thanks to everybody for listening and we'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Stroke Podcast. Be sure to tune in each week for more knowledge on stroke recovery in the brain with tips, technology, and interesting stroke thriver interviews where they share their success to enable you on your own healing journey. Make sure to hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our show. Mike and I will love to ask you to rate and review our show to enable us to grow our audience. Please check the show notes to follow us on social so you can connect and reach out to find more about advertising with us or becoming a guest on our show. Until next time, stay well, keep the faith, and keep moving forward. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Stroke Podcast. Be sure to tune in each week for more knowledge on stroke recovery in the brain with tips, technology, and interesting stroke thriver interviews where they share their success to enable you on your own healing journey. Make sure to hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our show. Mike and I will love to ask you to rate and review our show to enable us to grow our audience. Please check the show notes to follow us on social so you can connect and reach out to find more about advertising with us or becoming a guest on our show. Until next time, stay well, keep the faith, and keep moving forward.